This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered. I don't know why I can't get there. We go. <laughs> it's proudly powered by Pure VPN. Uh, the best way to protect your privacy online is with Pure VPN. You can hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all of your devices. And you can get a special price and a 31-day money-back guarantee by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. All right. We have talked a lot about the rights and responsibilities of both uh, media hosts and content creators over the years. And, uh, and I think one of the places that we've, we've definitely landed has been the, the protection of the content creators themselves. And you guys covered that this week, right? Yes. So we, this week have an op-ed on Tom's hardware called no more lip service, Twitch game platforms still ignore hate and harassment. And it is written by Natasha Zinda, who goes by the name zombie kills on Twitch. Uh, really, really great outspoken streamer. And I won't speak for her, but I think it's important to talk about the topic, which is that people are being harassed on Twitch and on other platforms, gaming platforms like Xbox, uh, they're being, and the platforms are not following their responsibility to follow up on and discipline the people who are doing the harassment. So the reasons for harassment, I mean, obviously some of this, a good chunk of this harassment is directed at people of color, at women, at members of the LGB, um, LGBTQIA community. Obviously, uh, these folks are being subject to big, to bigotry bullying. Uh, and what they're finding is when they report the offenders, they're not getting much of a response. And if anyone doesn't believe me, I suggest that you go onto Twitter right now and you look at who is tweeting at Twitch support and see some of the reports that are out there about things like follow botting, which is somebody just starts following you with a crazy amount of fake accounts to get you ostensibly in trouble with Twitch, because you could get in trouble if you have a lot of fake accounts following you. And those follow bot accounts may have like crazy harassment or racist names. It could be like kill you or something like that. Uh, that's, that's probably a mild one I'm making up. Um, so people are being subjected. Streamers, uh, are being subjected to this kind of racist, sexist, homophobic hate speech. And it's happening right there in their stream. So as soon as they log on, you know, like they start a gate, uh, as Natasha says in her op-ed, she, she was featured on the Twitch homepage. She did a stream one day with her and her daughter, who's a child. And they, as soon as they started up, they had just a slew of people like calling them all kinds of racial slurs and, and, and things like that, 
just from being there, just from looking at them. Now, uh, I know we have a long way to go because when we ran this op-ed, I thought this is not going to be very controversial. I mean, what what's the controversy here? That you want to harass people or that you feel sorry for Twitch and think they're doing, and other platforms and think they're doing quite a good job right now. Um, but I was surprised to see that we did actually get some comments on um, our Tom's Hardware forum where people were saying that, hey, this is freedom of speech or, uh, or people, you know, you, it, the internet is a harsh place and you shouldn't, you know, if you have a thin skin you should, and can't take insults, you shouldn't be broadcasting on the internet. Well, what I have to say to that is, and I, uh, private platforms are not quote unquote, the internet. They are a private establishment. So if Twitch and Xbox and anybody else does not want to take seriously the reports they get when people report a user for putting threats or hate speech or, or doing things like follow botting, I guess that is their prerogative, but it is also their prerogative as a private business to, to ban those people and to take serious disciplinary action, not just have them banned for, from one chat one, one day. And as a business, if they want people to feel safe, people of all ethnicities, all persuasions, all backgrounds, to feel all genders, to feel safe, then they need to do a much better job of actually taking these reports seriously and doing something about them. Clearly, there is a huge consensus uh, among streamers, particularly around Twitch, that not much is being done, that they're not doing a lot, that they're apparently, if you are reported for something like nudity, then they'll be on you right away. But if you're reported for, for, for making racist remarks uh, or threatening somebody or follow botting somebody, that they that too often flies under the radar. And, and yet, that's, and if we go and we look, yeah. um, you know, Twitch is owned by Amazon. You've got uh, Xbox, which is Microsoft, and both of these companies are are publicly outspoken, uh, you know, in support of LGBT, and uh, they're they're both big vocal supporters of of women in tech and all these things, and uh, and they've also issued public statements supporting Black Lives Matter. Uh -huh. In the not in the very recent past, yes, and, and yet this is still going on. Yeah, and yet their actions don't line up. In fact, I read a uh, uh, a study that was published this week that said that the companies that are the most vocal uh, on Black Lives Matter, in particular, are the biggest offenders of the things that are being fought against um, within corporate America. Now, to be fair, right we really don't know for sure what these companies are thinking. My guess is that they don't want to wade into controversy, that they feel like if they decide what hate speech is or they ban people for hate speech, they're going to stir up some controversy, some type of online you know, thing. They'll be accused of taking a political side 
and almost no business wants to be thought of as taking a political side. Mm -hmm. They want to be thought of as neutral because. And that's a topic that, you know, that you and I have covered money. that you and I have covered before, right? The, the idea of when, when YouTube does and does not, uh, take a position on a, a particular type of content. It takes a lot for them to get there because they don't want to be seen as taking a side because once you start moderating content, now you're a content moderator. Yeah, exactly. This is the, this is the problem, right? They're, I, I understand their dilemma. And the other thing is it costs money. It mm -hmm. costs a lot of money to respond, to have a staff of humans to respond to these things. And there's really interesting technical questions. So one of the things that Natasha suggests in her op-ed, which I definitely recommend people read on tomshardware.com, is that the companies try to find a way to do like real bans. Um, this actually wasn't her idea originally. It's the idea of uh, a guy named Paris Lilly, who is a um, who runs who is on a podcast called Gamertag Radio, and he she interviewed him, and he suggested. It. Um, that they actually find a way of doing like permanent or long time IP level bans. I'm not sure how that would work technically because we know most people with home internet have a dynamic IP. So if I unplug my router today, I'll have a new IP tomorrow. And certainly I could have a different IP from going through VPN. So I get where it's difficult for the for the platform companies to win, right? They Maybe they can't ban people as permanently as would really make a difference. Maybe they feel like getting into these discussions, they're going to end up in you know some murky gray areas about what counts as hate speech and not. And so it is, it is, it is tough for a business to, to do this when they're trying to a not invest a ton of resources in, in humans and B not, not be seen as taking a side. But unfortunately by not taking a side, they are taking a side by allowing this to go unchecked or, you know, I'm not saying a hundred percent of the reports go unchecked. We really don't know, but we certainly know there's plenty of reports that are going unchecked. The, they're giving the impression that this is tolerable on their platform. And frankly, it frankly, it certainly would make a me as a streamer or me as a parent not so excited to go onto their platform. Like, for you know, obviously for the streamer who's trying to build an audience and do a legitimate stream and and you know they make money off of this, it's a living for some. Uh, you know, having your chat room bombarded with hate speech. Let's even take it. Let's even take it to a theoretical level. Let's say it wasn't even hate speech. It's just, let's say your chat room was bombarded with somebody trying to push car insurance. Like that Burger, would also Burger King. you. Burger King, because that happened yeah. this week. Oh, so, you know, you still don't want that disruption. That disruption stops you from doing, from, from having an active community. So, you know, you're, now these folks are really are like hitting you in the pocketbook because they're making your community un intolerable. But by the way, ultimately, this is bad business. It's bad business for Twitch. It's bad business for any platform that's allowing through this kind of speech. Now, one thing Natasha said is there is somebody doing it right. And you know who it is? Nintendo. 
Nintendo apparently is really good at kicking people off for saying bad things and doing bad things. Because Nintendo uh, has a brand that wants to cater to families, wants to cater to mm -hmm. children. Well, if the Nintendo can do it, so can all the other brands. And I know it's, it's a little strange to maybe conflate Twitch where people broadcast and something like Xbox Live where people are on chat. But the problem is the same problem, which is that people are coming in and harassing folks and they're not getting facing any consequences for it. So, you know, I, I think what can we do about it? Well, I think for one, uh, folks, one of the suggestions that Natasha has for anybody who experiences this right now is make a stink on social media, make a stink, because when you make a stink, unfortunately, the, the uh, squeaky wheel gets the grease. And if you make a stink, that's why a lot of people are probably going on making a stink. If you look at people who are tweeting at Twitch support right now, you'll see a lot of complaints about hate speech, going uh, harassment, going unchecked. So perhaps when they see these, apparently at least some of the time when they see these, they have some sense of embarrassment for the brand and they try to resolve it. That's kind of what social media, why people to, you know, raise stinks on social media is because uh, brands are kind of responsive to that because they don't like the negative publicity. And it so doesn't. And it doesn't just have to be the streamer. As a as a viewer, as a follower, as a subscriber to your favorite streamers, if somebody is being harassing in the chat, call them out, either in the chat or publicly. Stand up for the people that you're watching the people that you're supporting because yeah. as a, if, if the companies, them. if the companies aren't going to be a hundred percent responsive, we as the community can be. Yeah. Also think about this. I'm sure the audience doesn't like it either. I mean, legit audience, you don't want to be in there having people uh, put all kinds of hateful stuff in the chat that makes you not want to be there. Right. I mean, I might really love watching somebody stream, but if it's a, if it's a, if the chat part of it is a is a whole bunch of horrible things, that's not going to make me want to be there. And certainly think about the fact that you do have children watching some of these things. And this is just horrible for them to see. So, uh, so I really hope that these companies will take this stuff more seriously. If that means that they have to hurt some, some of their users' feelings, the ones who want to harass folks, you know, I think that they still should, because right now that the side that they're taking is they are taking a side by not doing enough. Absolutely. And uh, and uh, how can we read this op ed? Because I think everybody should. I so, read it this week and it's great. So go to tomshardware.com and look for no more lip service. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway. I just thought this was an important topic to bring up because it is, while it involves human beings doing horrible human behavior, it is a technology issue because what it's doing is it is trying to really harass people out of the gaming community, out of the Twitch community, out of the tech community. And guess what? When we make our spaces not welcoming to people, we are hurting not only the people that are being harassed, we're hurting the entire community because you have people who are being harassed out of the platform that 
could be some of your favorite streamers. They could be people with wonderful ideas. They could be, they could be awesome, awesome contributors. And you have a bunch of, of bigoted people trying to push them out and say, this space only belongs to people who look like me. Well, that's none of us can stand for that. Absolutely. And I can say, uh, being a streamer is not easy. Um, I, I know, I know someone who has done a lot of streaming and, uh, it can be emotionally taxing. I know several, uh, but it can be, obviously we know a lot in that community, but, uh, it can be emotionally taxing. Um, even, even if you're not getting harassed, it can be emotionally taxing. It can be really difficult to get on there and do it all the time because not only are you having to, to focus on, you know, making a stream interesting and entertaining, keep your, your subscribers and your followers, uh, engaged, but you're also having to play a game <laughs> and depending on what the game is, you, you gotta be good at it. If either you've got to be good at it or you've got to be comedically bad at it. And, you know, it's, if you're if you're uh, doing uh, character voices in uh, in in uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto, okay, you don't necessarily have to be good at the game, uh, but you know you've got to you've got to play the game, you've got to be engaging, you've got there's a lot to it, and then to add on top of it, people being harassing of of race or gender or sexual orientation or any. That's just too much for a lot of people, and it's it's not fair. We we don't even no. technically stream something that complex, and this is emotionally taxing for us. In, in, <laughs> indeed, well, it's not too bad, <laughs> but um, it's not too bad for us, but for me, but um, but yeah, if you're if you're facing if you if you go on and you just saw your chat room, it was just a constant stream of invective you 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 wouldn't want to be there i just i just got a message it's madness on twitch indeed it is and that's and that's the problem and hopefully hopefully there's a solution and i really think if we as the community can can uh help call out behavior that's inappropriate i think that'll help um so as always avram I, I appreciate it. This is a this is a much uh, deeper subject than we usually than we usually cover, but it's an important one, and it seems to be getting worse um, over the last six months or so. And the response has been no different. So uh, it's it's important to talk yeah. about, and I appreciate it. Uh, and as always, uh, but we will see you back in two weeks with a new topic as uh, we are off next week.